Welcome to The Worst Writer in the World, a podcast in which we read stories to you. This is the sixth episode of Gret Binchleaf and the Adventure of the Women Getting Abducted by Crabs, which includes the penultimate chapter, Chapter 9, by Howard. The continuing adventures of Gret Binchleaf, the soft-boiled private dick with a crippling fear of pies. Hello, everybody, and uh, <laughs> welcome to another Hello. Gr- excellent and exciting episode of Gret Binchleaf and the Adventure of Something. Women getting abducted by crabs. Well, well enunciated, Howard. Thank you. I took pauses between each word. <laughs> and it's your turn, I believe. It is my turn. The plot so far. Gret Binchleaf, a man with such particular tastes that when asked, do you prefer blondes or brunettes, will always reply, I like fredheads. Got himself employed as a magician. Hang on. What's a Fred head? Well, you know, it's instead of a red head. Yeah. Uh, it's a Fred head because <laughs> all the women he dates have man names. Oh, all right. Yeah, no, mm. it does make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I was aware that it wasn't funny, but that it was kind of like <laughs> doing a Gret Binchleaf thing, so I yeah. left it in. Fair enough. Uh, he got himself employed. Got himself employed as a magician at the Cachillionaire's Charity Ball Fish Egg Chow Down and Photo Opportunity Luau. Mm. Because of this job, three years later, crabs started going big. <laughs> That's a nice, a nice truncated version yeah. of the plot. That was all it was, to be fair. But then I thought, oh no, I'm going to write loads more. <laughs> I've got time on my hands. I'm not going to re-edit anything, yeah, so I'm okay. just going to write more. Good. Somewhere in between all that, he fell in lust with a crab duck tea, became a detective's assistant, discovered he was a god, got married lots, climbed himself, owned slaves, pissed off a genie, fell in light with the queen of the rats, died and was resurrected only to face immediate redeath at the claws of the aforementioned gone big crabs, courtesy of his ancient nemony Inuku. Will Gret escape Inuku's gone big crabs? Will the gone big crabs escape Gret's insatiable crabitite? <laughs> or, like Al Yankovic abseiling into a Lewis Carroll poem, will these already weird events descend into total nonsense? <laughs> Find out now by yeah. not pressing pause. <laughs> or stop. <laughs> <laughs> or unsubscribe. Here, on Gret Benchleaf and the Adventure of the Women Getting Abducted by Crabs, Chapter 9, Gretabolism. <laughs> Now has has it has your title got something to do with the plot this time or it does? Oh, now there's a there's a, a, a it's a game changer. <laughs> but but only because I thought of the title, I thought it was it was a, a vaguely amusing, and then like the plot started like being slightly about it. That's kind of what I've been doing mm. by accident. Often I think of the title first and then accidentally make the plot mm-hmm. about it. We're like Hollywood. <laughs> we are like Hollywood. Yes. Yes, we are. Except you know. Poor. Yeah. <laughs> Poor and, you know, we don't make movies. Yeah, yeah. We're nothing like Hollywood. We're, we're, not, we're not a small uh, part of California. <laughs> we're not, are we? No. Crabs, we're going big. <laughs> okay, good start. <laughs> i just like to say, I, I know it's a bit early to be interrupting, but excellent start. Thank you. All right, let's start again. Crabs, were going big. Inuku was going, yum, yum, yum. <laughs> Our intrepid heroes were going nowhere. There was no chance of escape. They were all going to die. Definitely. There was absolutely no way out. There was, a- <laughs> there was absolutely no way out this time. Hang on, said Gret Binchleaf. What's that? Everyone turned to look. Idiots, thought Gret, and legged it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well dealt with. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, never occurred to me that one at all. Brilliant. 
<laughs> yeah, I like the that. Old, I like that a lot. I can't. There's, there's a term for it, isn't it? Well, the, the old switcher room, something one of those things. Yeah, is it? Oh, that's that's swapping that's things. Swapping isn't it? Things, that's the old distractor what, room. Yeah, the old distractor. Room. <laughs> I thought of switcher room, and then I thought, what is it? Not that, is it? But uh, if you know what that is, yeah. um, do write in. Yeah, yeah, do write in. He was halfway across Croydon High Street when he was suddenly brought up short by a strange feeling in his gut. And this was not indigestion from all the babies he'd been eating in hell these past three years. Or, <laughs> or, or indigestation, it was, as it was more commonly known. OK, hang on. So this is also canon now, yes. right? I mean, we're going to have to have an adventure of Greta Binchley spending three years in hell. That is where he's been and that's what he's been doing. Wow. Now that is a spin-off I look forward to. Yes. Or indigestation, as it was more commonly known. This was something else, something other. A strange throbbing feeling that seemed to tie him to Susan Cheesnabag, to Spacey Wizra, and that other space was at one with the whapping lovely honkers. Gret loved lovely honkers and was in no way terrified of them. Then he remembered that the word he was looking for was conkers and didn't seem like such a pervert anymore. <laughs> the conkers in question were currently failing to crack the shells of the crabs and just kept getting tangled up in a Nuku's yo-yo. So... Maybe he was thinking of honkers after all. Uh-huh. Do you know how to spell her here? It's H-E-R-R yeah. hyphen H-I-H. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks for that little lesson in how to spell noises. I thought you were an English teacher. You'd like that. I, I might one, one day, one of my students might ask me. <laughs> they might. Yeah. Looking back now and seeing his, dare he call them friends, surrounded by giant crabs, reminded him of his penis that time and how that had needed helping. And so, with new purpose, he hurried back. Great, I thought you'd gone, said Susan, cheese in a bag. I was going to, but I suddenly felt something, he said, <laughs> placing a hand on her sheet and stroking it gently. I think it's called guilt. <laughs> no, Gret, she said. It's called a quilt. <laughs> Meanwhile, Anuku was so busy laughing like a maniac who's just seen every cat video ever in one fatal dose that he didn't notice the embiggened crab claw reach out toward him with its razor-sharp pincers and slice his head clean off. <laughs> well, he noticed that last bit. But amazingly, Anuku didn't stop laughing. His head just lay there on the pavement, meowing away to itself. <laughs> What's going on? They attacked okay. Anuku. <gasps> oh my, have the crabs turned? I don't think crabs can turn. They just keep going sideways. <laughs> You're obsessed with crabs going sideways, yeah. aren't you? As the only <laughs> thing I know about crabs. <laughs> I'd say it's probably the only thing I know about crabs, mm. but in my chapters I don't mention anything about crabs <laughs> at all. And in your you chapters, you mention you... them going big. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's yeah. the other. I mean, you mentioned that too. Yeah. I, I'd <laughs> the say... only thing I know about crabs is that they that they go sideways and they go big. Yeah, yeah. The crabs advance sideways towards them. They were out of control. They didn't care who they killed. What are we going to do, man? We're like all surrounded by crabs and shit. <laughs> but mostly crabs. <laughs> Under normal circumstances, shit's what be worse. But given the crab normal circumstances, crabs is worse. Crabs is worse! <laughs> Get behind me, everyone, said a strangely heroic Gret. I'm going to grow a suit of armour. Susan, get behind me now. And, you know... Maybe, if you get a bit bored, give me a round of bum-thumbing. <laughs> no, that's OK. I'll be fine, said Susan Cheese in a bag. I've got my sheet. <laughs> and then, Susan Cheese in a bag, who had been labouring under the mistaken belief if, that if she can't see a crab gone big, then a crab gone big can't see her, got cut in twain. By a crab gone big! Oh, dear. Susan! Yelled Gret. Full of death, this, isn't yeah. it? Although, did, did Anuku die? He didn't, right, because he He's, he's on the floor laughing away. Okay. Susan! Yelled Gret and shook her. 
He then <laughs> shook the other off for good measure, but to no avail. Both bits were dead. I suppose, said Gret, now she's dead, she won't mind if I get her puppies out and stroke her rat. And then, having released the guide dogs she kept in a cage, he comforted General Squealer. <laughs> Now, let's see whose bum I won't be plumbing, said Gret, more like his old self. Okay, so we're about to find out who Susan Cheesenbag is. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. And like he was doing that tablecloth trick, he yanked off Susan's sheet, revealing the unmistakable severed torso of Jimberly Smythe. <laughs> I knew it, because that's exactly what I planned to reveal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, she's got the same accent. Yeah. <clears throat> It's uh, although I'd like to say before you continue mm. that I did think about doing this exact same thing, but kind of decided not to, at least not yet, yeah. because of how complicated it is yeah. trying to work out how they can both be in the same place at once and so uh-huh. on. Uh-huh. So I'm looking forward to you dealing with that. <laughs> You're not. Because I think it's uh, what not. is it, chapter four with the space wizards yeah. when uh, Jimbley is apparently a chair mm-hmm. and Susan Chisnerbeck is there, mm-hmm. and, and there's also a point where um, Gret appears, mm. future Gret, and that's Jimbley. It's Oh, and yeah. there's, there's, I think there's, there's quite a few moments when, uh, when they're together. <laughs> Get ready to. So find I'm, out. I'm really excited about this. Yeah. Oh, Jimberly, but she's dead over there. <laughs> I'd have already plumbed her bum. That's how, how this whole mess started. It was literally like ramming a plunger into a blocked drain and finding a load of crap stuck in there. Gret's voice has really changed, hasn't it? Oh yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah you, I mean, neither of us can do it anymore. This episode, a lot of him, he's going to be speaking like he did for the first two sentences of my very first <laughs> chapter. I don't know why, but <laughs> when I was practicing, he started speaking a bit like this, and he's a bit like that. Okay. Okay. But how? Thought Gret. Were they twins? No, that wasn't possible. Jimbley was adopted, he thought, and said so. But how? Were they twins? No, that's not possible. Jimbley was adopted. <laughs> that's right. I was, said General Squealer who suddenly yet slowly transmogrified into Jimberly. But Jimberly, I, I thought you were Jimba dead. <laughs> Not quite, my darling, said Space Wizard Beryl, also turning into Jimberly Smythe as well too. Space Wizard Beryl? Yep. Who's that? <laughs> What's her name? Meredith. Meredith. <laughs> How much attention I pay. <laughs> I'll do that line again. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, shall I bother checking what the name of this major character is? No, I'll just call her Beryl. Beryl Binchley looked at Space Wizard Beryl and Beryl, oh. the god of making crabs go big. I just assume that it's because of her voice. <laughs> it's because of her voice. Why, because she's got great Auntie Beatrix's voice? <laughs> yeah. Because of that very reason. <laughs> oh, not quite, my darling," said Space Wizard Meredith, also him. turning into also also turning into Jimbley Smythe as well too. What in the name of Jesus H Christ from Steps is going on? <laughs> I think I can explain," said De Spacey Jim Ra, who had been De Spacey Wiz Ra, but was now De Spacey Not Ra. <laughs> Three living Jimbleys and two dead Jimbleys," said Gret out loud to save the listener from having to keep count. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Make that four living and one dead, said the dismembered Susan Jim in a bag, standing up and shape-shifting into a regular Jimberly. Then, finally bored of watching all this confusing crap, the crabs, who had gone big and long since finished advancing, attacked. But they were no match for four Jimberly Smythes, who in the very blink of a very small eye, shape-shifted into very huge cephalopods and set to very work. Cool. They killed the first crab by ripping his shell off. Go to shell, said Gret. <laughs> Uh, yes, I recognise this. Yeah. I'm just going to sit back for this for this long section. Go, Go to, to shell, shell. Yeah. said Gret. <clears throat> they deaded the next one by eating his eyes off. 
Dem eyes of the crab, said Gret. Then <laughs> dem eyes again, just to make sure they'd got the joke. They coerced the following crab into a state of deadness by making it magically vanish. Crabracadabra, said Gret. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. They made the next crab go dead without even splitting the crab asunder. Crabsent without cleave, said Gret. And was so proud. <laughs> so proud of this particular line that he tried growing some shirt cuffs to tug at. For some reason, though, they didn't appear. He tried screwing his face up and going, mm, but it did nothing except push a little poo out. <laughs> Had being resurrected from hell made him lose his awesome superpower, he wondered, explaining why in the future he doesn't have it anymore. Meanwhile, the Jimblepods continued the massive crab. They murdered the next crab by pulling his crab off. Basically, this went on for some time, but for the sake of avoiding repetition, the text has been crab-bridged. <laughs> Finally, they took pity on the one maining crab, the crab known as Chenko. As a sign of peace, we let you go free, Crab Chenko, they said in unison, and shapeshifted him into a Mekranian sausage vendor. Good lord. Then they probably shapeshifted him into the past or something, as this is most <laughs> certainly how shapeshifting works. <laughs> so they just made Grit Bitchleaf's dad? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Out of a crab? Yes. So Gret Binchleaf is like half crab? Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> it's canon. Well, no, he's not because he's, he's a, he's a, he's a Mekranian sausage vendor. He used to be a well, crab. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, but he's, yeah, he's probably yeah. got some crab genes in him somewhere. If, yeah, a couple of dormant probably, crab genes probably, waiting to go big. You know, and if he could still grow them, he'd probably grow those crab genes, but, yeah, um, but he can't. He can't, he can't, can't grow, grow genes anymore, good man. Not bad, bad one. Bad joke. Naughty joke. Yes. Get, to, get sit on out. the chair. <laughs> Go on the naughty, S naughty joke step. Naughty joke step. Okay. So, so, said Gret, feeling pretty confident that he'd figured out what was going on, and after the Jimblepods had become regular Jimblies again, is another way shapeshifting works the ability for you, Jimbly Smythe, to shapeshift into a whole bunch of Jimbly Smythes, hence explaining why there's so many Jimbly Smythes. Ooh. The Jimbly Smythes shook their heads. Oh, that kind of made sense. It does make yeah, sense. Yeah. No, it's far more pointlessly convoluted than that, they said. Then the main one, whichever fucking one that was, probably the one who had been Susan, took over the talking whilst the others mostly nodded and made agreeable sounds. We're all Jimbly Smythes from slightly different ages. In order to make use of our amazing shape-shifting powers for his evil cause, Inuku knew, or he Inuku, if you will, <laughs> That he would need to abduct me, or us, at exactly the right age as to be suggestible to his propaganda. But knowing exactly when such an age is, is impossible to predict. So, using a time scoop, he kidnapped <laughs> us every day of our life for three whole years. <laughs> that, said Gret, makes no sense. <laughs> it does if he did it backwards. <laughs> yes, I agree. Gret... <laughs> Gret decided not to argue. <laughs> yeah. Then, with approximately 1,000 Jimbalers in his Jimbally orphanage, he attempted to brainwash us all by telling us fairy tales about the big bad Gret. He succeeded in Stockholming only one of us, however. But one was all he needed. Then, because he couldn't kill the rest of us for a reason... <laughs> <laughs> then, because he couldn't kill the rest of us for a reason... Evil Jimbley, evil shapeshifted as good Jimbleys into different people and wizards and cheers. Yes, and cheers. Oh, and of course, cephalopods. <laughs> the act of evil shapeshifting a person, as I'm sure you know, is very like regular shapeshifting a person, but it also hurtles you through time <laughs> and makes you forget your previous life. 
And so, oh, as yeah. we were all transformed, <laughs> so too we lost our memories and were lost in time. But deep down, deep down, the memory can never truly be lost. And we felt a natural interconnectedness with you, Gret. Hence, why 999 random people and cheers, yes, mostly cheers, <laughs> have aided you on your 5,000-year journey. <laughs> However, continued Susan Cheese in a bag, when evil Jimberly was killed just now, head eaten by rats, her spell was broken, and we all reverted to our original forms and got our memories back and all that kind of stuff. Hold on, so let me get this straight. You are a bunch of sexy twins. What? No, that's, that's, <laughs> that's not what I said at all. <laughs> I think it is. No, 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 no. I've got, of course. <laughs> I, I'm just messing around. I understand, really. You're sexy cousins. <laughs> no. You are sexy, though. Is, is that correct? Well, that's a matter of opinion. Right. But you're definitely related. No, we're the same person I just said. Yeah, I don't really understand much of that. Like... If this Anuku had a time scoop for doing time travel, why was he so obsessed with making crabs go big? <laughs> I mean, time travel? He could have just travelled to the past when crabs ruled the earth. <laughs> yeah, in the in the crustacean yeah. period. Crabs never ruled the earth, Gret. Oh, well, my bad. I skipped history to take extra dinner lessons. <laughs> dinner wasn't a lesson, Gret. <laughs> Hold on, so does Susan Cheese in a bag actually exist then? Because I think I have a like on for her. No, I, I was her. Me, <laughs> Jimberly Smythe, abducted by Steve Krabs on the 13th of August 2004. You're supposed to be in love with me, not her. Here, put this sheet on, said Gret, <laughs> lobbing Susan's sheet over Jimberly's head. I think I shall call you Susan. <laughs> Fine, if you must, said Susan Cheese in a bag. Oh, dear. Now, uh, actually, quite satirical. Nah. Again, you know, you, you know, male dominance, uh, you know, <laughs> over over female appearance and identity. Uh, it's, it's going back to the original uh, satire of Susan Cheese in the bag and, and expressing it quite well. Well done. That's uh, very thoughtful. I am a thoughtful being. <laughs> I don't just want to stick a sheet on someone. No, it's, mm. uh, so, so, that's that mystery solved then. You were all Jimberly Smythe all along, helping me out. There was me thinking I could be a private detective, but it turns out I'm a public one. Gret had learned that very important lesson about needing friends and stuff, <laughs> i.e. that no man is an island, except Barry, and not even then, because Barry Island isn't an island. <laughs> then he said, here, I've got it, maybe you're all clones. <laughs> Before the Jimbleys could squeal with irritation, they were distracted once more by the laughing head of Anuku. Slow down a cat spanking minute. How is Anuku still alive? Or should I call you Cutting Tuku? Yeah, good one, me. <laughs> Your number's up, Cutting Tuku. Your crabs have gone dead. Oh, Greta Titi, do you honestly believe all I ever wanted was the power to make a bunch of crabs go big? <laughs> Well, I mean, that's what we thought, yeah. That's exactly what we thought. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I mean, yes, didn't you? I mean, that's what you said. <laughs> well, I lied. <laughs> yes. It was all an act. <laughs> I only ever wanted to make one crab go big. You understand that's not any less stupid, said Susan Cheesnabag. <laughs> said Susan Cheesnabag. In fact, it's more stupid. Yes, agreed Gret. Like the saying goes... Less crabs is more stupid. Not. Not, screamed Anuku. 
as a large gash suddenly ran down his forehead to his chin, as though he'd been hit with an invisible axe. When you learn who that crab is... And then, with a whir of cogs, a hiss of steam, and a smell of crusty ocean, the two sides of Anuku's head slid smoothly open, revealing a tiny crab in a swivel chair with a joystick. (laughs) (laughs) Squeaked Anuku, the crab of making gods go big. (laughs) Now that's not something you see every day, said Gret. Something you do see every day is unbaptized babies screaming as you pick them out of the fire and eat them. All these years I have been plotting to make myself go big, and finally the time has come. But you failed, said Greg. <laughs> have I? Evil Jimbley, she's gone, said Susan, cheesing a bag. Yes. But you were all upset about her being dead. Merely a distraction. Evil Jimbley is very much alive. She shapeshifted from a girl whose head had been eaten off into a girl whose head hadn't. <laughs> I suppose we should have seen that coming when you did pretty much the same thing earlier, Greg said to Susan. <laughs> then, she turned into a flying hanky, mopped up the genie soul booger and deposited it in my cauldron. I've heard some fucking crazy sentences in the past three years, but that one needs locking up. <laughs> Too late. It is already said and done. And with that, Inuku started going big. He's going big, screamed Susan, being able to see everything due to the fact that she had assimilated her head sheet. Inuku's going big. If you've ever watched a recording of a bouncy castle get inflated in Fast Forward, it was almost exactly like that, only more like a crab going big. (laughs) Yum, 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 yum. I am Inuku. I am a crab gone big. So, uh. Do you think, do you think, uh, uh, at what point do we admit that we've overdone the crabs going big Because, <laughs> I mean, these last two chapters have had a lot, right? Yeah. I mean, I'd say, I would say possibly my last one, even more than this, because yeah. I really did put a lot of emphasis on that. I know. But, um, but there's, you know. Well, I, I did, we, we did a text, didn't we? Um, we did a text. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we did a text. And I found that, like, I'd mentioned the word crab something like 66. Oh, yeah, yeah, we counted. You, Yeah, you said, like, 66 times. And I, I counted my last chapter. It was about 40 times or something. And, and go big yeah. was, was in it 33 times. Yeah. I've got the word crab 63 times. And, and what, what we had to wonder was why we were mentioning crabs without the phrase <laughs> go big after it. I mean, what, what were we doing wrong? reason. So in um, my next chapter, I'm going to make sure that it's even, it's equal, yeah. or big is more. The difference with this time um, is he says, I am a crab gone big. Yeah, so that's yeah. the first time anyone's ever admitted to being one. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally new. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. I no. love it. Every time <laughs> mention, every no, time know, crabs yeah. going big is yeah. mentioned in any context, I'm really happy. Yeah. I just I hope that other people uh, I think I'm, agree. I'm, I'm sure I asked the same question quite around about chapter four or chapter five when we'd said it way yeah. too many times as well. <laughs> So, uh, are you ladies going to turn into massive wobbly sea spiders again, or what? We're trying, said Jimba One. But nothing is happening, said Jimba Two. Yum, 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 (laughs) went Inuku. And then, at this point, I couldn't be bothered to make him speak low anymore. So, (laughs) I forgot to explain how my magic spell works, said Inuku, sounding normal again because of physics. Yeah, he's probably got used to his new-sized vocal cords. They probably put... Crabs have. (laughs) Their ears have grown as well. The power granted to me to go big requires stealing power from others. In point of fact, I have sucked the shape-shifting abilities from my jimbalies. <laughs> and now you are without hope. I shall crabicate you. Yes, I'll crabsassinate you. <laughs> I shall terminate you with extreme prejudice crab. 
poor, gone big, stupid Inuku. <laughs> Thinks he's got it all sewn up, but you fail to take into consideration one very important factor. You're not messing with just any old run-of-the-mill magic ancient Egyptian god superhero ghost detective. I have infamously slow metabolism. <laughs> or metabolism, as I like to call it. And do. Metabolism! And so, if anybody on this floating bollock we call Earth knows anything about going big, then you bet your homegrown socks it's Gret erroneous Binchleaf. And with that, Gret closed his volivant hole, held his breath and turned his metabolism off. Because that is how fucking metabolism works. <laughs> what are you doing, you steaming bucket of fool? Gret quickly went ready purple in the face. His eyes rolled back and then, beyond all imagining... He's going big, <laughs> gasped Jimba 2. Gret's going big. No, he's going bigger, corrected Jimba 3. Gret's going bigger. And so he was. Somehow, since his resurrection, Gret's ability to grow clothes had conveniently been replaced with the ability to go big, resulting in what would presumably be two, two massive-sized, equally-matched combatants whapping seven bags of man-droppings out of one another and destroying half the city in the act, like in one of those predictably boring and lazy showdowns they put in 50% of all crappy superhero movies. But then, just as he was getting literally too big for his boots, except not because he wasn't wearing any, <laughs> Gret Binchleaf shat his pants. Except he didn't because he wasn't wearing any. <laughs> Grat shat his arse and returned to his normal size. <laughs> Oops a dairy. Looks like I'm powerless after all. Inuku towered over them. The size of a bungalow, but bigger. <laughs> like a bungalow with two floors. <laughs> Mieming evilly. There was no chance of escape. Again. They were all going to die. Definitely. Again. Double definitely. Yeah. So definitely, in fact. <laughs> this is where it could have ended, but it doesn't. <laughs> oh, God. It's got an extra bit. Okay. So definitely, in fact, Gret's hearing seemed to go in that way that it does when a plane lands or takes off or crashes into your face. Hang on, said Gret Binchleaf. What's that? <laughs> that won't work a second time, Binch Lame. No, really, it's, it's like a floating bowl or a levitating plate. And blow me down if a massive flying saucer didn't there and then hove into view. The pressure it was exerting got stronger as it sailed over their heads and was so intense it forced them all to the ground and made their ears pop. Which is weird, because pop is for mouths. Then... That was my favourite joke ever. Then... <laughs> in a bright beam of yellow light, a group of rotund green aliens descended like pea with peas in. Hello, said the main alien, in the manner of a posh twat who's had his teeth nailed shut. I'm Felugius Dengula. Head of the Collectors of Rare Alien Breed Society. Or crabs, for short. Hope you don't mind if I just abduct some of your lumpy wobbly ones. We came before about five millennia ago, but only got the smelly hose type. And we really need both varieties for our space zoo, what? And then, unable to prevent them, as he was stuck to the ground, Gret watched on as the aliens beamed up every single jimbley in a ten-mile radius, which was a lot of jimbleys. Then, with a wave of a tendril and a GATHER THAT, they buggered off back to Spain, or the Monkey Way, or whatever that massive floaty black bit's called. When the ship was gone, Gret grafted his way off the ground and back to his feet. He saw that Anuka had been knocked out cold by the wind. Well, it had been some pretty strong wind, he thought, and Gret knew all about strong wind. Looking at the massive sleeping meal, Gret contemplated cooking him now before he woke up, but then a look of deciding went up his head. No, he stated. Food, for once, was going to have to wait. 
Gret Binchleaf had some women to unabduct. Listening to this episode of the worst writer in the world. If you would like to hear more Gret Binchleaf, you what? can. For example, for example, the adventure of the glow in the dark chicken is available now. Oh, now <laughs> on our secret gang, uh, patreon.com a forward slash man my cat. secret about it. Oh, oh I'm going to find it. It's secret. It's, <laughs> you just go to that website I just told you. I wasn't right? listening. I was, too busy. You... I wasn't listening. I was too busy talking over everything you said. <laughs> rewind, rewind, and listen again. <laughs> <All right>. so... <laughs> oh, rewind! Oh, you're, you're you're an handsome one, aren't you? You would you? Would you want to give, get me inside your oh, secret is gang? Idea. This is special. <laughs> no one's ever going to listen to the end of this one. <laughs> oh no, Neryl's here. <laughs> anyway, uh, once again, this trailer. You may think you've heard it before because you've heard two trailers for this book, but you haven't. This is the third unique trailer, the first time we've put it on the end of an episode so you have not heard this before, and yet again, the clips have been chosen carefully because these are the bits you might need to know to understand jokes in the future. Oh, and, of course, on you it's entertaining. Doing three separate adverts where one wouldn't do. <laughs> oh, what are you trying to do? You're trying to seduce me with your three different adverts, like entertain yeah. me right. and inform me at the same time. Oh, you naughty all right, boy. Alright, Neryl, come on, let's go and uh, get some privacy now, shall we? While oh. everyone else listens to this trailer. Hours and hours of exclusive Gret Binchleaf stories are available now from patreon.com forward slash man by cow. The third thing that surprised Henrietta was all the pigs growing out of the trees. <laughs> I'm not supposed to let you pass. <laughs> Why not? Because you're a person and this is a haven for tree pigs. <laughs> you start letting people into the forest of tree pigs and people start picking the tree pigs, putting them on sticks and roasting them over a fire like marshmallows, but pig shaped. <laughs> Such as Gret Binchleaf and the adventure of the glow-in-the-dark chickens, in which child hero Henrietta travels to the magical land of underspace and makes friends with a talking tree pig. So you wouldn't eat me then? Henrietta thought for a moment. She was frightfully hungry, and the tree pig looked delicious. But she knew how important it was to be polite to everyone, even if they were a pig growing out of a tree. <laughs> no, I wouldn't eat you, lied Henrietta, as she, <laughs> as she edged along the high branch towards him. From this angle, she could see that the pig really was growing out of the tree, with a stalk poking out of his head like an apple. And the classic short story, Binchleaf Bedlam, set in an alternate reality where Gret Binchleaf is a super-powered villain. In his cell, Lucas Lowry stood on the shoulders of his sturdy cellmate and tapped back, tappy-tap-tip-tip. Tip. Is it today? He waited for the reply, and lo, the reply came. Whack bang thud. <laughs> bang bang thud thud. The what's he saying, Boff? Asked the brick. <laughs> I suspect that he had waffles for breakfast, said Lowry. <laughs> the why, Boff? Said the brick. Because the brick, he's waffling, said Lowry. <laughs> Just a little joke, the brick. <laughs> bang bang bang. The what's he saying now, Boff? <laughs> 
asked the brick. <laughs> it was proper thick like a brick. All this and much more is available for just $2 from patreon.com forward slash man by cow. I'm bored. <laughs> you don't have to go on. I'm leaving. <laughs> Thank God you're back, said Dagger. She keeps trying to put an apple up my bum. <laughs> 